the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good evening. Happy Monday. Hey, guess what? San Diego, I am back. I came back from D.C. last night all the way back to S.D. Took me six hours to get there. Took me 12 hours to get back because all kinds of weather. But you know what? I'm so happy to be back. But I had a truly phenomenal time in D.C. In fact, it feels kind of weird to be back in the studio solo because for a few days there, I had my brother Ed Martin. There with me, had a fantastic time with Ed, co-hosting coverage from CPAC. It was truly extraordinary, and it was my first time at CPAC. Um, But, you know, amongst all the amazing, incredible people that we got to meet, interview, have on the show, just get to know outside of the show. And I'm not even just talking about, about, like, the bigs that were there from social media influencers to politicians and different people. But really what CPAC is really all about, it's about grassroots. It's about Average Americans, conservatives from all political spectrum, conservatives, even Democrats, because, you know, the Democrats at one time were the party of JFK. And it was absolutely extraordinary uh, to, to be there amongst all of them. But there was nobody, nothing that rocked D.C. and rocked CPAC more than President Trump, who talked for two straight hours. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. I, you know, I know that. um there's all kinds of analysis happening today over President Trump and his speech. And to me, that's just just more example of why it was absolutely extraordinary. Um, but I may be behind the mic alone tonight without my buddy brother Ed Martin. But I'm not I'm never alone when I'm doing the Andrea K show because I can never do the show without the most important man who's involved here. And that's DJ Carrot Sticks. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. <laughs> yeah 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 thank you for that uh return thing are you you didn't want to say anything dj carrots no all right um he you didn't get to hear him i didn't in, you know introduce him when i was back at cpac because we had so much going on but he really did keep things going there and i just appreciate him Uh, So much. And you all as well. Hey, uh, I haven't had a chance to take live calls from you guys, though, and hear what's on your mind. What did you think about Trump's speech? What did you think about uh, the CPAC conference itself? If you if you even paid attention to it, you know, outside of listening to the radio, did you watch any of the other things online? any of the other speakers, because I've got Megan Barth, uh, my gal, Regan Babe, fan favorite of the Andrea K show is going to be on here in a little bit to talk about what was missing from CPAC. What was missing from the conservative political action conference, which is the biggest grassroots conference of the year. And I think there was like 10,000 attendees. So I would love to hear from you guys about that or anything else, because uh, sure enough on Sunday, soon as CPAC was over, uh, the, the left, Probably queuing up the using uh, some some speech moments from President Trump. They announced via Nadler and others that um, they they may or may not believe 
what Mueller has to say. They're going to take it under advisement. They may or may not agree with what Mueller has to say when he wraps his investigation, but whether or not they do, they are not going to stop. They are going to absolutely continue using the full weight of a weaponized FBI and Department of Justice in order to try. This is a coup. It's not even a silent coup. You know, Mark Levin at CPAC is talking about a silent coup. This ain't even a silent coup at this point. So we got to talk about that. Also, I'm going to chime in a little bit because I know it's continuing to be controversial what President Trump said about auto warm beer. So we're going to talk about that a little later. You're also going to hear from Sarah Carter, first time on the Andrea K. Show. Yeah, super excited to talk to her. And then Laura Loomer. I don't know if y'all heard. She loomered somebody at CPAC. Yeah, so she's going to be here as well. 888-344-1170 if you would like to chime in. I was hoping to get uh, my pillow. Oh, well, we met <laughs> We met uh, Mike Lindell. Uh, we, he, was, uh, he actually had other commitments at the time that we were interviewing, so we didn't have a chance to bring him on the show, but we did get a chance to chat with him. And I said to him, I'm like, man, only with conservatives can an entrepreneur be like the VIP. In fact, you know, I was telling our, our GM here that it was interesting at this grassroots movement that the people that were most popular were not even some of the biggest names that you would recognize. They weren't even the politicians. There were A lot of them were social influencers, but most of them were people that were average Americans that, like Mike Lindell, pulled themselves up from the bootstraps, invested in a business, did something, wrote a book, did something that contributed to society on their own without being a part of a political machine, without being an elected official, just average average Americans, which really is what this country was founded on. It's really what is the greatest of America, and that's what President Trump loves. So I told him, see, the Democrats are all about trying to tear down entrepreneurs, but at, but at CPAC, we love our pillow makers, man, even if you don't love the pillow. It's all about two words, hard work. Yeah, it's all about hard work and, and, you know, not expecting anybody to give you anything. And only in America could Mike Lindell's story be true. I don't even know if you know his background, DJ Carrot I guess he was a drug addict at some point. Yeah, full on. I don't know if, if it was heroin or crack, but, you know, we're not talking about him just having, you know, a few too many, you know, uh, Manhattan cocktails in the evening. You know, we're a full on drug addict. And he went from that, getting his act cleaned up and, and launching an empire. And he's a conservative and, you know, he's not somebody who, you know, sat around thinking, you know, what's the, what's the government going to do for me? So it was absolutely extraordinary. Um, and he loves this country and that's why he loves President Trump. And it, has there ever been another president who anywhere hugged, hugged a flag? Did you see him come out and hug the flag? That was pretty awesome. I couldn't even believe it. It was just such everything start to finish. We don't have time to go through all the clips of, of his speech because it was two hours of extraordinary, of extraordinary. It was two hours of extemporaneous part scripted and then going off. It was like, you know, like the way you're supposed to give a speech. You know, I took speech. Did you take speech classes? Yeah. It called. Yeah. You, you know, you're supposed to speak extemporaneously have like some notes and have an outline but not be scripted and that's really what he did and it was absolutely amazing but speaking of scripts i think you know i did pull a few had dj carrot sticks pull a few really important clips for me and i want to play this one first you know i'm totally off script right now and this is how i got elected by being off script yeah He was totally off script. And you know what? That's part of everything about him being off script is the point. It's the point of why he got elected. It's the point of why he 
uh, understands because he's not a scripted politician, he's able to because he didn't spend because there's been other business people that wanted like Ross Pro and others that or even Ronald Reagan. He didn't spend his career in, in politics. Um, but a lot of people decide they want to go into politics and immediately they're looking for the script. Immediately they're looking for somebody to tell them they're going into old school, following the conventional wisdom routine of listening to the establishment, listening to all these behind the scenes consultants that want to script everything for you. And Trump was like, no, he, he flipped that script this, before he even came down the escalators because he wasn't about the script. He wasn't about winning for himself and just becoming a career politician, he understood and what was going on in the hearts and the minds of the average American because that was him at one point. Yeah, because even though he was given an investment by his dad, he was pretty much a self-made man and he understood what made this country great. He couldn't have the success that he made in this country without understanding what made this country great. And he showed that when he hugged the flag. And then he says, we're going to go off script. And that's when, because he's off script, he was able to look past this, because there was no script, and see what was going on wrong in this country and understand what was going on with the average American and what they wanted or what they were looking for from, but he had his finger on the pulse. He didn't, he didn't put his finger on a script. He had his finger on a pulse. And he told the consultants, get away from me. And he went off script from day one. And what he, and, and, and he went around the consultants, he went around the media, and started talking to the American people and exactly sharing the same concerns. He went off script. But the problem for President Trump is that both parties want him on script. And they have attempted to, just like what they did the t- to the Tea Party candidates uh, who won and gave the House to the Republican Party, what the, the Republican Party is trying to do the same thing to Trump that they did to the Tea Party people they're trying to script his administration script his agenda for him and if he tries to go off script they're doing what they're trying to do right now because he says we got to go off script to get this country back on track oh no 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 they don't want any part of that right now we have republicans that are joining with the democrats to stop president trump from implementing his national declaration of an emergency to seal the border, to actually fulfill what they promised to do. And they're saying, oh, we can't do that. You know, what if we have – we didn't like when President Obama used the power of his pen and did an executive order. What if we have a Democrat down the road and, – and we didn't pull this clip, but I love what Trump said when he said, oh, they're talking about precedent. Well, you know what? Well, we got to worry about what a Democrat's going to do. You think the Democrats – Trump went on to say, you think the Democrats care? The Democrats are going to do what they're going to do. And we have to do what we need to do for this country. One of my favorite things that, that he talked about, uh, in addition to going off script, was when he started mocking AOC and started mocking the left. So you're not supposed to do that. The script from the Republican Party is you've got to be like Mitt Romney. You've got to be like John McCain. Both who refused to call out President Obama for who he was, the Marxist, anti-American, radical Islamist supporting traitor who wanted to transform this country from the republic that it is into his Marxist utopia. The, The Republicans, they want Trump to be like that mold, and he's refusing to do it. So he comes out and he decides he's gonna he's gonna mock AOC and the left. I meant it, but they should stay with that argument. Never change. Never change. 
No planes. No energy. When the wind stops blowing, that's the end of your electric. Let's hurry up. <laughs> darling, <laughs> darling, is the wind blowing today? I'd like to watch television, darling. <laughs> yeah. This is, this is what it means to, to, to have a president who's just like us and talks just like us. And that is why he won. Did he win re-election with the speech, which was absolutely extraordinary? I, I'm hoping people don't have that as a takeaway because then we're gonna then we're gonna lay down and we're and we're not going to which some of the people want us to do. They want us to think, oh, Trump won this with re-election. He's and all these articles came out today. No, we can't rest on our laurels. We've got to recognize that he's got a Republican Party that's wanting to write the script for him by being obstructionist, working either with bolt out front with the Democrat Party or behind the scenes even from within the White House, which actually even involves some people that were in control of CPAC. A couple of other, uh, my final favorite from President Trump, before we, then we're going to take a break. We're going to talk to Megan Barth about what was missing at CPAC, but you got to hear this. Now, Robert Mueller never received a vote and neither did the person that appointed him and as you know, the attorney general says, I'm going to recuse myself. <laughs> and I said, why the hell didn't he tell me that before I put him in? How do you recuse yourself? But the person that appointed Robert Mueller never received a vote. Robert Mueller put 13 of the angriest Democrats in the history of our country on the commission. Yeah, I love that. I'm going to recuse myself. Jeff Sessions, I hope you were I hope you were squirming wherever he's long since tucked tail and turned and he deserves to. Thank you President Trump. Those are just a couple of highlights. We got to take a break. We come back. We got to talk to Megan Barth who was also there at CPAC and get her perspective because there was a, a lot we're going to rolling into that what was missing at CPAC was not enough conversation about what Mueller and his gang of 13 are trying to do to my president. What the opposition party, i.e. the Republicans, are trying to do to write the script and oppose my president and others. So stay tuned. we got more with, Me- with Megan Barth coming up a little bit later. we got Sarah Carter. we got Laura Loomer. And I want to hear from you. 888-344-1170. Before they're forever burn, the answer, my friend, is blowing in the wind. <laughs> Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. 
Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. Hi, folks. Jim Peterson. We're talking about roofs today. The rain is back. Your roof's taking a beating. It's raining like cats and dogs out there. I'm the guy that provides the 25 to 50-year roof warranty, so you set it and forget it. You put it on once. You don't think about it again. I'm the guy with the underlayment that's a roof under a roof. You get that from nobody else across the United States. I'm the guy with American-made roofs. If you combine your new roof with a solar power system, the electricity rates come down so low, essentially the roof is free. I'm not kidding. Right now, give me a call. Roofs for under 100 bucks. Put solar on, and the roof essentially is free. It's at 888-523-0406. 888-523-0406. That's 888-523-0406. New roofs for under 100 bucks a month. Solar power systems that reduce the electric bill. Essentially, the roof is free. I can't do this forever. I've got to stay in business. Give me a call right now. 888-523-0406. 888-523-0406. That's 888-523-0406 or at solarforamerica.com. California CSLB 1050201 and 1045872. 1050133. Message and data rates may apply. Please don't text while driving. If you've been in business more than 20 minutes, you've probably printed your logo on all kinds of promotional products. We all know logos work because they're on everything from the top of skyscrapers to the bottom of shoes. Ever wondered why or how to best use your logo to grow your business? Let us show you today for free. We're 4imprint, promotional product experts at your service. We're giving away the latest issue of Amplify, the digital magazine that reveals promotional product success stories absolutely free to everyone who texts WOW11 to 88988. At 4imprint, we make your logo look perfect on thousands of promotional items. With our 100% guarantee, it'll be right the first time, on time, every time. Your free e-magazine will reveal invaluable insights that can attract new customers, build your brand, and grow your business. Get the latest issue of Amplify absolutely free by texting WOW11 to 88988. That's WOW11 to 88988. HelpWantedSanDiego.com presents the world's worst boss, the one who posts jobs on huge national job sites looking for anyone with a pulse. We'll just call him Dave. Oh, Lindsay, come in. Looks like little Nathan is fitting right into the office. He loves bringing your child to work, Dave. How would he feel about a more long-term position at the company? What do you mean? Well, there's an opening in senior management. I think Nathan would be a perfect fit. He's six? Well, HR wants me to find better candidates than those huge online job sites, and Nathan is local, so what do you say? Uh, Something in accounting, then? He looks like he's got a head for numbers. He's in the first grade. He literally just learned subtraction. Oh, good enough for me. I'll see you both here on Monday, 9 a.m. sharp. But he has school on Monday? Oh, school's overrated. I'm offering on-the-job training. Don't be a Dave. Find your perfect local employee at helpwantedsandiego.com. Local jobs that work. We don't discriminate against people named Dave. Dave is a common name, fun to say, and so we're using it as a catch-all for lackluster bosses everywhere. They post jobs on the big national job boards because they really don't care. Please do not write us to tell us you're a Dave who was insulted by this ad. That would be a real Dave move, Dave. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea Kay on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. Coming back from CPAC, I'm a little jet-lagged. I don't know if Megan Barth is jet lagged. She joins me now. We're here to break down and continue the discussion about CPAC because this was my first time at CPAC. And 
Uh, I wasn't really sure what to expect, but Megan has been. She's like she's like an old school. She's the OG of CPAC, right, Megan? <laughs> I had no idea that was your first. If you told me, it completely slipped my mind. That was my tenth girl. Oh. My tenth CPAC. I feel like a veteran, and each and every year. I learn something new. I meet somebody new. I make a new connection. But one thing that I've always taken away that's remained constant is the fact that I'm always pleased and surprised to see how many young people are there. Yes. Yes. I was shocked by the number of young people. And Mm -hmm. um, we all know about Turning Point USA and Charlie Kirk and Candace Owens' amazing organization. Charlie Kirk started it. Um, But we also had Spencer Brown and YAF, uh, which is another Mm -hmm. campus reform. Uh, There's multiple amazing grassroots youth. Well, first of all, I was surprised by the entire uh, expanse that is the grassroots movement of America. CPAC is not really about the big names like Ted Cruz and whatever elected politicians. It's really not. And as and it seems to me, and this being my first year, you tell me if I, if I'm wrong. But it's probably also um, gone from being about grassroots people and the average American who's you know um, started a movement and or done something individually to make change. But with social media now, we've got all these social media influencers that are wacky and quirky and. Up- fierce and lbgt and fashion people it was not at all what people think the conservatives are about no and that's a really good point and that's something that's just developed over the last couple of years as social media has really become the, the the messaging and the um you know influencing uh you know basically show that can be put on at any given day and you see all these people whether it's the walk away movement uh whether it's gay conservatives young conservatives Black conservatives, Hispanic conservatives, they are all making their mark and they are becoming influencers within their own demographics and inviting more people into the tent, into the CPAC mm-hmm. tent. What I found very interesting, and this is because of my purview of over 10 years, is that the CPAC panels have become less conservative. And so yes. I, I'm a little bit concerned uh, in the fact that they banned Laura Loomer. They took away her press pass. I'm also a little concerned that immigration really wasn't kind of the centerpiece of a lot of the panels. Right. Um, since immigration is, you know, one of the largest issues that are pushing us towards the polls in 2020. Um, and Michelle Malkin, I think, pointed that out succinctly and clearly. Well, great. So Let, in, fact, you, in fact, you just teed yeah. that up so perfectly for me, Megan Barth. Yep. I want to play, uh-huh. p- play a little clip. She spoke for about 20 minutes, um, but we've got a little clip that I want everybody to hear. Sanctuary cities have metastasized and both parties are to blame. And yes, I'm looking at you, retired Paul Ryan. And yes, I'm looking at you, Mitch McConnell. And yes, I'm looking at you, Bush family. And yes, I'm looking at you, the ghost of John McCain. I mean, she, Megan, girl, yep, she lit, lit it up. up. What she And before that and after that, one of the things she was talking about was how she wrote this book called Invasion. And she was accused many years ago of being a grifter by the Republican Party and the, and that really the grifters are all these phony Republicans who, you know, destroyed, you know, every Tea Party 
uh, freshmen who came in and yeah. are trying to basically trying to destroy President Trump. I, in fact, she didn't say trying to destroy President Trump, but basically we've we've um, they're they're not conservative, and she called them out for who they are. She she called out. Um, the fact that here we've got – right now we're finding out today, Megan, that we are probably going to have Republicans, enough Republicans in the Senate to join Democrats to block the president of getting his wall through the national emergency declaration. And yet Michelle Malkin's right. There was only one immigration panel for 20 minutes. Let's talk about what else on his um, – what else was not mentioned. Uh, in, a, in addition to there being no immigration panel, in spite of that being – President Trump's signature piece. I also, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, I also didn't see uh, one panel or one speaker on radical Islam. I also didn't see anything on the big tech silencing. I know that Harmeet Dillon did a panel which talked about uh, big tech firing employees when they found that they were conservative, but nothing at all that addressed what's going on with Laura Loomer and others being completely deplatformed and demonetized. I didn't see anything on the agenda to deal with the voting fraud and theft that is going on with Democrats, whether we're talking about ballot harvesting, whether we're talking about illegals voting, or whether we're talking about now the movement in Democrat states to change things, uh, to overturn, uh, go around the Electoral College with the use of their delegates. So I'm looking at this and saying President Trump comes out, delivers an amazing speech for two hours talking about how we got to be off script to turn things around. And then you look at this supposed conservative organization, and they're trying to write the script for his administration for him, and it's anything but his agenda. Well, exactly. I actually went to a voter fraud election integrity panel, but there was just one. Um, and oh, 10, okay. years ago, 10, 10 years ago, when I learned about voter fraud and election integrity was from Ken Blackwell, who was the Secretary of State of Ohio. I learned about ACORN from an activist and a conservative like Ken Blackwell, followed by Andrew Breitbart being the, uh, the, the gasoline to the fire. And Andrew Breitbart, let's not forget, boycotted CPOP for either one or two years. Um, and so uh, I have witnessed CPAC devolve into more of a lobbyist type of group, which is unfortunate, using the energy of the activists. And this happened when I was a tea, when I got when I cut my teeth in activism. It was at the Tea Party. Andrew Breitbart was the very it was the very first Tea Party ever spoke at. We had two thousand people on a Wednesday. It was April fifteenth, and I'll and I'll never forget. I will never forget, over the course of my activism, I never once was reached out to by the GOP. I was looked at by, as like a Looney Tune. You remember mm-hmm. that? There are a bunch oh, of yeah. wackadoos and Looney, Looney Tunes. So the Conservative Political Action Conference has morphed, unfortunately, in the wrong direction. But it still is going to elicit a lot of the activists because of their brand. Um, once you get there, it's great for networking, obviously. There was less on Radio Row today. But the the platform of the of the Trump presidency was kind of missing. Yeah, uh, and so that's something that uh, we'll see. And Matt Schlapp has actually gotten a lot of flack uh, coming back his way. Uh, especially, I think we cannot isolate those influencers and activists. We must promote them. And if you have the platform like CPAC to do so, you need to reach into the grassroots and start giving awards to these people who are getting out the vote like Scott Pressler oh, uh, yeah. in Virginia. You know, so uh, he's a gay uh, activist out of Virginia. He stands on a street corner waving Trump signs and signing up people, registering people, winning elections on the ground, boots on the ground. 
And so I think, unfortunately, the swamp is infecting a little bit of CPAP, Mm -hmm. uh, and they need to get their own boots on the ground. They're flying around in private jets too much. Yeah. um, I also was disappointed that right now, you know, as as we, you know, the the following Sunday, the day after CPAC, Nadler, of course, this is ongoing. Nadler comes out, I I think, on... uh, ABC News and says basically we're we're going full bore we're going to the mattresses we're going to do everything with this is a war and we're and we're gonna uh, we're gonna do everything we can to bring down through endless investigations bring down President Trump we may or may not accept Mueller's uh, investigation results and we're basically going to take down President Trump was pretty much what was right. said but this is this may have that it may have been announced the day after CPAC but it's been ongoing I didn't notice maybe because I was doing you know radio row so much but I didn't see the I didn't see the big speaker on this on Saturday morning Mark Levin comes out with his wife which I thought was odd with a Q&A that only went on for a few minutes uh, about the silent coup but there was really you know it was not featured to me there was the, the biggest issues of the day were not front and center and not presented in a way uh, that was anything about the agenda. It was it was all masterfully done to make the grassroots and the people that were there think that this organization was about their efforts. And it was it was disappointing to me. And it's like everything else. This is the biggest conservative conference annually, and it ain't conservative anymore. But it's kind of like the Republican Party. What do we do? Do who do we vote for? What you know? How what what other conference do we have to get together? How do we how do we take our party back? How do we take our country back? And how do we take our C, our conservative conference back? Well, I think it, it definitely, you know, CPAC offers a service, right? It definitely is a service where people can get together and network. And, you know, there are kids that are entering the conservative movement and they, they will learn some things. But in order for it to be an activist conference, which is conservative political action, mm-hmm. um, there are others with you know, influencers, whether it's Cernovich or Posobiec and, uh, you know, Pressler and others that put together a very small conference last December. There was about, I don't know, a hundred of us there and that is going to grow. And that was going to be the challenge of CPAC, but everything takes time. But right. for the 2020 election next 2019 or 20 CPAC, next February, better have on how to get out the vote, how to become a precinct captain, uh, how to check the voter rolls, uh, immigration, uh, you know, just all of those tools Mm -hmm. that the activists can take back or impart to other activists in order to get those boots on the ground. The Tea Party movement, again, I will repeat, even CPAC was turning their backs to us a little bit, but David Keene opened it up. Andrew Breitbart really became the proponent of the Tea Party movement and as the Tea Party was being targeted by the IRS and such. And so I think that, you know, we'll see what kind of blowback comes to Schlapp's organization, uh, but he might not necessarily be the right leader if he's going to tie in his lobbyist efforts and uh, raise money that way for the conference. Well, I mean, I, th- I think uh, with the conference coming up like it was, I think it was bad timing for uh, the report reports to come out that it was his wife, Mercedes Schlapp, who kept angel families out of the West Wing and away from President Trump in a move to try to pri- – because she was scared that Trump would look in their eyes and not want to sign that horrendous uh, omnib- omnibus bill that didn't fund the border wall. So not good timing there, Ms. Well, Schlapp. Well, not necessarily good timing, and I'm not really sure who's getting to Trump on allowing more immigrants in. Um, you know, it's nice that he said, okay, we need a merit-based system. Yes, we need to end uh, chain migration, but they haven't done it, okay? There's been nothing done. You want to do an executive order on keeping free speech on campus in order to receive federal funding. How about you do an EO on anchor babies? 
Okay? Right. So it, we know that the Democrats are going to come after us, obviously, Jerry Nadler and Schiff, and they're going to use the power of the federal government against somebody they despise. And so every conservative needs to be a little bit weary. This is exactly why we have the Second Amendment, folks. Exactly. We're witnessing tyranny in the House. Yeah. Yeah. So they think that they are going to get the president's IRS records. None of us are safe. That's right. None of us. Now, how can people hear you and your radio show? Um, I'm taking it online, but I'm also now in Michigan. <laughs> oh, girl. <laughs> got, yeah, yeah, exactly. But they can follow me on ReaganBase.com for all of the updates that oh. are forthcoming. And make sure you you don't miss a thing with Miss Megan. Thank you so much. Great to see you, by Thank the way, you. in person. I know. All and right. we got a picture. Yeah, all so right. yeah, I will post that. I will post that tomorrow. Megan Barth, Thank Reagan Babe, thanks for right. being here. Appreciate it. Anytime. All right, now stay tuned because we got more coming up. And in fact, we got to save a little time maybe at the end of the show to give a little farewell to the guy that we all had a crush on. Maybe even DJ Keertsticks might have even had a man crush on him back in the day in the 90s. Guess who I'm talking about? Big negative. <laughs> stay tuned. We're Andrew Acacia coming up. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. The goal of your small business is to make money. So why do you give so much of it to the IRS? The small business tax specialists at AV Arias offer proven, proactive, performance-driven strategies so you keep more of your hard-earned money and give less to the IRS. Call Al Arias at AV Arias Company, your small business tax specialists. 619-296-2123. 619-296-2123. Online at avariasco.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. The answer. San Diego has gone interactive. Download our free app to get special offers, deals, and more than just status updates and pictures of cats from your smartphone. Did you hear something that you want to weigh in on? Download the free The Answer app to instantly call or email the station straight from your mobile device. Download our free app today. The Answer San Diego, the best conservative coverage in San Diego. There's not going to be a President Donald Trump. They're not going to be president. Never a president. I continue to believe Mr. Trump will not be president. There certainly were a lot of people saying Trump wouldn't be president. Talk about collusion with a capital C. Andrea Kay here. Visit TheAnswerSanDiego.com for your chance to win a poster-sized expose from the Epic Times on Spygate, linking all the players in some of America's most powerful agencies that were against Donald Trump's presidential campaign. You must be a VIP club member to enter. For details, visit TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Donald Trump is not going to be president of the United States. Take it to the bank. Is your retirement income not adequate? What if you could completely eliminate your mortgage payments? How much better off would you be living in your home with no mortgage payment? I'm Ed Personius with Qualified Home Loans. If you're over 62 with more than 50% equity in your home, 
I want to tell you about one of the safest, most powerful financial tools available to retired homeowners, and it's one of the best-kept secrets. You could literally have more money every month and never pay another mortgage payment again. I'll sit down with you in your home and explain how to stop making mortgage payments for the rest of your life and have your home actually pay you instead, tax-free. Call 949-293-6271. 949-293-6271. Eliminate your mortgage payments and create a tax-free income every month. 949-293-6271. NMLS number 1610807. DRE number 02026055. Hi, this is Jesse Keegan, owner of Keegan Electric Solar, a certified electrical contractor. 2019 is the last year to get the 30% federal tax credit. Your family should take full advantage of the 30% tax credit while it's still available. Let 2019 be the year you and your family go solar. You can produce your own electricity from the sun. Stop paying the escalating prices of the power company. Get a 25-year warranty turnkey solar panel system with top-of-the-line 360-watt panels and in-phase microinverters. This includes a per-panel online monitoring system standard on all installed Keegan Electric Solar Panel Systems. Let Keegan Electric Solar answer any questions you might have about any of your solar needs. Give Keegan Electric Solar a call at 619-742-8376. That's 619-742-8376. Or visit KeeganElectricSolar.com. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The Answer. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Glad to have you all here with me. Um, there's a little local story. I don't know if you heard about this today, DJ Carrot Sticks. i got to get inside of this and try to figure it out, San Diegans. I'm just back. It has to do with uh, supposedly helping to ease the you know, cost of living and housing is astronomical here in San Diego. And supposedly the city council today was thinking, discussing, and voting on measures that supposedly was going to make it easier and and less expensive for builders to build about easing parking restrictions. But I'm looking at it, and it changes it from one parking spot per bedroom to one parking spot allowed per unit. Well, who does that help? How does that that affect to make it make building cheaper and... You know, I guess I guess you're not going to you're not going to make as many. You're not going to have to build as much of a parking structure. So in that sense, but where are all so the it's going to be? Well, that's what's happened down in like where I live in Pacific Beach. They build lot to lot and it's like everyone for themselves out on the street. I mean, it's brutal down there. Well, yeah. Well, so the cars aren't going anywhere. So I, I, I this is to me, this is so um, I can't think of the word that I'm trying to trying to use because I'm jet lagged, but it's so manipulative. It's like they try to couch it as though they're doing something to help people. When it is, is it's part of the urban plan to try to shove us all into high rises and make us ride bikes to try to turn us into Copenhagen is what it is. That's ultimately what this what this game plan is. That's why they did they tried to literally inf- inflict pain on uh, people up in Los Angeles by going to um, restricted reducing the number of car lanes and expanding the number of bike lanes, thinking if they made people miserable and, and doubled their commute times, people would get out of their cars and get on bikes. That's what this is. You know, they changed the law in California this year that you can you can sleep in your car out on the street. Yeah. Uh, it used to be illegal, but now there's like, I've been seeing more and more RVs yeah, out there and, on the street, and there's actually now a business that's kind of like Uber, 
Mm-hmm. Or no, I'm sorry, not Uber, like uh, Airbnb, but you rent out a van for the night for like 15 bucks. And one of the only places in San Diego County that has them already, Ocean Beach. Wow. Yeah, you know what? I, as somebody who believes in in liberty, you know, should should it be illegal for you to sleep in your car? It's a piece of you know your property. Uh, you know, I don't know. Um, that's something I got to really think about because we do have a housing crisis here. Nobody can afford to live here. It's created by liberal policies, and then they want to add liberal policies on it, which only is going to make things worse. So, you know, I didn't know if you heard about this. Everybody's kind of talking about this in San Diego. I'm going to spend a little time getting inside this, but this to me doesn't sound like the solution because it's like you said, it's, it, the cars aren't going to go anywhere. We are a large county. We are not a little down. To, we are not New York City where everybody can just, you know, uh, walk or, you know, take Ubers or taxis everywhere. So this will not work. Uh, getting back to, to CPAC, something Megan Barr said that was, was true. Pre- President Trump said something that I actually thought was really great. Uh, we have a real problem with tyranny in our country involving the left bullying, physically attacking the social mobs through the media and others, whether we're talking about the Covington boys, whether we're talking about um, the, the young man who got punched on a college campus, whether we're talking about employees getting getting uh, fired because they're conservative, we have a problem, or whether we're talking about Christian bakeries being forced to bake cakes that go against their beliefs. We've got a real problem in this country with the left imposing tyranny, and I'm glad that President Trump said he's going to sign an executive order requiring college campuses and universities to support free speech if they want federal research dollars. We've a Federal ta- taxpayer dollars, state, local, and federal, are going to these college campuses to pay for illegals And yet conservatives are being denied their speech. And on top of it, they're being physically attacked. This is ridiculous. But what was also missing from CPAC, and Megan also mentioned this, and is the fact that we have conservatives in this country being attacked in the form of being deplatformed and demonetized and being destroyed financially. Laura Loomer has been banned and others has been banned by Uber, Lyft, Twitter, uh, Facebook, and you might say, well, Twitter and Facebook, well, you know, they were they were set up and, and, and people were encouraged to monetize their businesses on these platforms. And they're being – so when they that's being taken away from individuals like Laura Loomer and others, they're being hurt financially. And then on top of it, she's been banned from PayPal and GoFundMe. So she came to CPAC, and I had an interview with her. She ended up at the top of Drudge Report. And first, uh, I'll give you a recap, but first let me play my interview with her uh, from the floor of CPAC. Back with the one and only Laura Loomer, and yeah, you you could have guessed it. She loomered somebody today, and she's here to talk about it. Hey, Laura, what happened today? So I was walking around, and I noticed there were a lot of left-wing agitators and people from Huffington Post, Daily Beast, Right Wing Watch here, people who are responsible for getting people deplatformed, like Oliver Darcy, uh, Will Sommer, and the Jared Holtz of the world, people who celebrate censorship and deplatforming. And so I found them, and I loomered them, and I held them accountable. And they're very, very upset that CPAC gave me media credentials. They're really upset, and I saw that several people were issuing complaints with CPAC because they said that I'm an anti-Muslim conspiracy theorist, I'm a Nazi, I'm a white supremacist but you know i'm allowed to be here just as much as they are and these people need to understand that if they're going to come to a conservative event right they don't call the shots around here and they don't they don't have a right to say who is and who isn't a journalist in america we have something called the first amendment and i have every right uh to be a member of the press just as they do right and and let's talk a little bit about why they're calling you an anti-muslim 
um, conspiracy theorists is because you accurately pointed out who Ilhan Omar was on the campaign trail. In fact, she ended up having to apologize for her anti-Israel, anti-Semitic tweets. Yeah, these are people who don't want to uh, inform people about the truth about Islam, the fact that it really is a barbaric ideology that oppresses gays, oppresses women, calls for the killing of Jews and Christians, right? I point all these things out, right? And I'm very effective in convincing people and educating people about the threat of Islam and and the threat it poses to this world. And as a result, they call me anti-Muslim and they call me an Islamophobe. Well, I don't hate Muslim people. I just hate Islam. Unfortunately, there's a lot of Muslim people I really pity because they're forced into this ideology and they can't escape. How is it that we are, what, 15, 18 years past uh, 9-11 and we've got to apologize for criticizing the very ideology that killed thousands of Americans? I say every year that I don't want to see any more hashtag never forget when we're allowing this to happen in our country. Well, if you would have told me that we'd have two Muslim jihadi congresswomen in Congress... uh, what is it, 18 years after yeah. 9-11? I would have told you you were crazy, but here we are. I mean, it right. seems like people just don't forget. We have these women who refuse to condemn Hamas. They they refuse to condemn uh, jihad. They're tied to terrorist organizations, and it seems like no one learned their lesson, and I'm so frightful. I'm so scared that... Uh, that it's going to take another 9-11, another 3,000 or 6,000 or maybe 9,000. Who knows how many Americans to die before people wake up and realize, wow, you know? Right. Yeah, in fact, Islam we've got... Islam really is our enemy. We really are right. at war with Islam. Yeah, as we... opposed to what President Bush said. <laughs> right. Yeah. And here we are. It's really shocking that we've got an American... Uh, yeah. supposed to be free enterprise. We've got American businesses, Twitter and other social media platforms that are, that are allowing... Um, is it the Pakistanis? Who is it that got Twitter to, to convince Twitter that just, to be Sharia it's compliant? Just all the a lot of these uh, countries, but yes, the Pakistanis have now convinced uh, Twitter to be Sharia adherent. But they're also in bed with the Saudis. They're in bed with the Wahhabis. So Prince Awali bin Talal, the Saudi prince, dopey prince Awali, as Trump calls him, has twice as much stock in Twitter as Jack Dorsey. So. There you have it, you know? Now you want to know why it's a crime to talk about Islam on social media or post facts about Yeah, so I, I got to wrap it there because I got to give you guys an, an update on that, on what happened with Laura Loomer. So um, she's absolutely dead on correct about that. So she loomered this guy uh, from CNN, Oliver Darcy. And unfortunately, I think uh, where she went wrong, they, the CPAC pulled her creds the next day. And I totally support her and, and what her movement is all about. I think where the mistake that she might have made was following Darcy into the, the uh, media filing center there and being, being a little disruptive. Uh, I'm so passionate about what she's talking about here, talking about the fact that she is being persecuted and being dis- attempting, they're attempting to destroy her financially because, she, because of her, she's exercising her First Amendment right. And most importantly what she's speaking about how is it that she's being punished financially because she's speaking out against the ideology that that destroyed how many thousands of americans on 9-11 we need to support her i just wish she had shifted a little bit and maybe loomered some other people in the mainstream media to get them on her side a little bit so that she could get a little bit more publicity for the cause um so that was laura loomer we're going to take a break and we come back we got to get into our final segment on tonight's andrea k show don't go anywhere Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E.
Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. This is Dan Prof for townhall.com. The sexualization of children will be televised. It's on Good Morning America, where an 11-year-old drag queen dances provocatively to the approval of the hosts and studio audience alike. It's on Hulu in the form of a series, Pen 15, with behavior I can't describe here. Gore Vidal would be approved by the standard of today's culture. In 2015, an admitted pedophile argued in Salon.com that, quote, society preventing children from engaging in sex play and romance is akin to preventing them from learning to swim, unquote. Today, New York state legislators respond to sex trafficking by introducing legislation to legalize prostitution. The social justice response to sex abuse by Catholic clergy is to remove the celibacy vow and prohibitions on homosexuality for priests. The response to the latest sexual abuse charges against R. Kelly is for his attorney to assert an implicit consent defense for preying on 14-year-old kids. The sexual revolution is on the cusp of conquering its final frontier. I'm Dan Prof. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. You know, folks, I really envy you in the San Diego area because you get to go to Liberty Tobacco a lot. Now, I'm not joking because I absolutely go there whenever I go down to San Diego. It is one of the great tobacco shops of the country, and I've been to almost all of them because I love cigars and I love pipes. And I love the folks at Liberty Tobacco, San Diego's oldest independent tobacco shop you got to stop by. They now have free Wi-Fi hookup. You could do your work and smoke a cigar or cigarette or, or pipe while you're there. I'm going to definitely be doing that. It's the only outlet in San Diego for the much-desired Davidoff cigar. Conveniently located in the center of Greater San Diego, just off the 805 on Claremont Mesa Boulevard in the Ethan Allen Shopping Center. Open seven days a week, www.LibertyTobacco.com. Find Liberty Tobacco on Facebook and Instagram or visit LibertyTobacco.com. That's LibertyTobacco.com. Sun Garden Terrace, license number 374-603-437. If your loved one needs assisted living or memory care, here's what Anna says about Sun Garden Terrace Retirement Community. Well, I think it's great, great, great for me. Everything is, you know, I, for my age that I don't have to worry about cooking and I don't have to worry about even cleaning. They've got a designated driver, takes you to the doctors, and I enjoy all the people that work here. They're all very nice. Residents like Anna love meeting friends for book club, live entertainment, and staying in shape with exercise 
classes. Well, I made a lot of friends since I've been here, and I keep making more friends and more friends. But whenever they have somebody doing exercise, I like to exercise. So I've been keeping pretty fit, you might say. Sun Garden Terrace also offers compassionate memory care for those with Alzheimer's and dementia. To schedule your private tour and delicious lunch, visit sungardenterrace.com or call 619-464-CARE. That's 619-464-CARE. Sun Garden Terrace, where there's such a lot of living to do. 619-464-2273. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. AK, Dynamite Madras, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Oh, y'all gotta recognize that music, right? You 90s peeps, 90 was my, 90s were my decade, and that was my show, Beverly Hills 90210. And even though I crushed a little bit more on Brandon than I did on Dylan McKay, oh, he was, he was quite the heartthrob, and it's just sad news today. Uh, you know, he was one of these celebrities that, you know, he wasn't a, you know, top A-lister, but he always consistently worked, and he was known in the industry uh, among people who knew him well to be just a gentleman and a conservative and those who knew him say that he actually was a Christian, and so that's good to hear, you know, because then we know that that he's he's you know resting in peace in heaven. And so, um, you know, I just started watching Riverdale, man. So I'm bummed. But anyway, um, in your thoughts, DJ Carrot Sticks, did you watch 90210? No, when I heard that theme song, I ran the other way. My <laughs> sister loved it. I think she was a big. Uh, what was his character? Dylan name? McKay. Dylan? Yeah. She was a big Dylan fan. He was the bad boy. I liked, he was bad boy. I liked uh, Shannon Doherty's character. Yeah, well, that was Dylan's girlfriend, oh, there Brenda. You go. Yeah. Yeah. All about yeah Shannon they were, Doherty for me back They were then. naughty together. Yeah, she was She was a cutie. So sad news tonight. Um, oh, okay. I lost my train of thought in terms of my final segment here because I'm talking about my man. All right. Um, I guess I got I might as well talk about another controversy that broke while I was at CPAC that involved uh, the loss of somebody else, and that's Otto Warmbier. As President Trump was over in Vietnam uh, meeting with North Korea, uh, I, somehow uh, Otto Warmbier, his death came up in the conversation, and President Trump said that uh, Kim Jong-un had assured him he didn't know anything at all about uh, what had happened to Otto Warmbier, and he took him at his word. Well, that caused a firestorm. Clearly, President Trump is in the middle of trying to negotiate and denuclearize and to disarm an enemy of ours and was saying something that, um, you know, because we also, none of us actually know for sure that Kim Jong-un actually knew what was going on. I mean, do we really, do we know for sure that he actually was aware of everything that had happened to Otto Warmbier at the time that it happened? We don't know that. Um, so, you know, I feel like, you know, somehow I'm going to say what I'm not supposed to say here. And I've waited a few days to say it. I'm going to say that what happened to Otto Warmbier was horrific. It was tragic, heartbreaking, and it was also preventable. And the prevent, the prevention side rests solely on Otto Warmbier himself, really, and certainly not on President Trump. I recently went when I traveled. And I always remember this when I travel, but I recently went to a country that was considered a level four by the State Department in terms of of being a dangerous country. And I went there with full accountability and accepting full responsibility for myself with the knowledge that the U.S. Constitution does not follow me. Even if I'm going to a country that's not level four, I certainly would never go to North Korea. And if I went there, I certainly wouldn't tear a poster off the wall. I wouldn't tear a poster, poster off the wall at a hotel in New Mexico. 
or here in San Diego. I certainly wouldn't do it in North Korea. We had to have Bill Clinton fly over there and and extract Lisa Ling's sister from North Korea because she was over there and got across the border. If you're an American, know this. I watched a documentary on Amanda Knox who went over there. And you know what? The U.S. government couldn't do anything to save her. She's lucky she got out of that because that crazy, insane prosecutor decided to try to, to hang her for a crime she didn't commit. We are blessed to be born in the country that has the greatest system of ru- and rule of law and justice system in the world, but it does not follow you anywhere. And to the warm beer family and to others who are criticizing President Trump, when are we going to get back to being a country that is about individual responsibility as well as individual liberty? It is horrible what happened to Warren Beer, but you know what? It happened under Obama's administration, and it was President Trump who got him back. So if you don't, and ultimately it was out of Warren Beer who put himself, in the words of the great Donald Rumsfeld, those who put themselves in harm's way, put themselves in harm's way. President Trump is not responsible for what happened to Otto Warmbier. The same kind of goes for the the lady from Alabama who's over in Iraq. Yeah. Yeah. Afghanistan. It, Yeah. And you know what? You know, President Trump has gotten more detainees and more hostages released in the two years he's been president than Obama did in eight. And I'm not sure Bush did did a much better job either. In fact, all Obama got back was was, you know, a a Bergdahl and gave up five terrorists for it. So that that's my thoughts on that. I'm going to be right back here tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Love you all. Have a great night. Thank you, DJ Carrot Sticks. Thanks to the listeners and my guests. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.